This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. New cotton benefits raise Brazil's ire. Farm bill reforms face detractors on right. Tariff threat downplayed ahead of China talks. Brazil's planning a WTO challenge. In an exclusive interview with AgriPulse's Bill Thompson, Brazil's agriculture minister says his government plans to challenge U.S. cotton subsidies again at the World Trade Organization. Look for Thompson's story in this week's AgriPulse newsletter, which is hitting your inboxes today. Brazil's concern stems from the Congressional Budget Agreement enacted in February, which made seed cotton eligible for the price loss coverage program. The threat of a new WTO case isn't a big surprise. The cotton industry thinks it has a stronger case this time than it had when Brazil successfully challenged U.S. cotton programs in 2002. Heritage Cool to Farm Bill Snap Reforms A conservative group that has long advocated for welfare reform is decidedly unenthusiastic about the House Farm Bill. Heritage longtime expert on the issue, Robert Rector, says the bill's work requirements for the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program go too far and not far enough at the same time. They go too far, Rector says, because they would apply to parents of children over the age of six and penalize low-income people from getting married. He said the bill should instead allow a married couple to share a single work requirement or allow either the husband or wife to fulfill the work requirement. Rector made his concerns known to House Agriculture Committee aides, but they flatly disagreed that either the existing program or the new work requirement would discourage marriage. They argue that children would be better off if their parents were required to work and that people who work are more attractive to marriage partners. Rector says the bill isn't tough enough on able-bodied adults without dependents because many areas of the country would still be eligible for exemptions. Keep in mind, critics will portray heritage marriage concerns as antiquated or misguided. Expect House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conway to push back hard on heritage with fellow Republicans. Dan Holler, Vice President of Heritage Action, the Heritage Foundation's advocacy arm, says the GOP leadership is looking to use the SNAP reforms as an issue in the midterm elections and to get conservatives to vote for the Farm Bill. The frustration for conservatives is that the strategy will make it harder to attack commodity programs or crop insurance on the House floor if rank-and-file Republicans fear that amendments could undermine the entire Farm Bill and its SNAP reforms. Read this week's AgriPulse newsletter for more about the upcoming Farm Bill debate and other issues, including the impact of staffing strains at EPA and a new animal welfare battle in California that could have national implications. FDA chief making case for menu labeling. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb has been out in front this week defending the restaurant menu labeling rules that go into force next Monday. Yesterday, Gottlieb appeared on one of President Trump's favorite shows, Fox and Friends, to promote the labeling requirements. He has also been pitching them on his Twitter account as a way to combat obesity. FDA worked hard to make sure the regulations can be implemented in a way that's maximally beneficial to consumers and minimally burdensome to restaurants, Gottlieb says. The regulations were required by the Affordable Care Act, and many restaurant chains implemented them voluntarily, well ahead of the compliance deadline. 
Ross downplays trade disputes potential ag harm. As Trump administration officials head to China for trade negotiations this week, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross is downplaying the potential threat that retaliatory tariffs could pose to American farmers. In an interview with CNBC, Ross argued that it would be costly for China to impose tariffs on U.S. soybeans because it would likely drive up the cost of producing alternative supplies from South America. Ross said when they raise tariffs, say on our soybeans, the probability is they're going to raise their own costs. China would have to pay a premium to get Brazil to divert soybean sales from other markets. Trade is an infinitely complex thing that doesn't lend itself to a very simple conclusion, Ross said. USDA details hurricane and wildfire aid. USDA has released new details for the $2.4 billion in disaster assistance that will be provided to victims of last year's hurricanes and wildfires under February's congressional budget agreement. Under the rules, producers could be eligible to get a payment of as much as $900,000, provided they can show that at least 75% of their income comes from farming and ranching. All other producers will be limited to $125,000 in benefits. Payments also will be calculated according to a formula that will benefit producers who insured their crops in 2017. Any producers who apply for aid will be required to buy crop insurance at the 60% coverage level, or if crop insurance isn't available for their commodity, they'll have to enroll in the non-insured crop disaster assistance program at the 60% buy-up coverage. Lab-grown meat firm argues against USDA definition. A company producing lab-grown meat says there's no justification for USDA to restrict the use of terms like meat and beef to meat produced directly from animals. Memphis Meat says their cell-derived products meet the statutory and regulatory definitions for meat and beef products, among other terms, and therefore can be labeled as such. U.S. Cattlemen's Association filed a petition with the Food Safety and Inspection Service asking the agency to limit the use of beef products from cattle born, raised, and harvested in the traditional manner. That definition also would exclude plant-based meat alternatives. The Cattlemen's Group is trying to head off the competition that has challenged the dairy industry from almond milk and other plant-based products using dairy terms. Well, here's today's He Said It. One or another, we're going to deal with this recurring problem of trade with China. That Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross on CNBC. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 2nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Downey.